to DB2Bets, powered by BetStamp, featuring the Down by 2 crew. Yo, 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 what is going on? Welcome to another edition of DB2Bets. Brought to you by BetStamp. You know the drill. We use that BetStamp app, and we're finding the best odds available across all of the different sports books. What's going on? It's your host, Josh Elijah. Hope you've been having a great week. Hope you've been having a fantastic fantastic week. Enjoying the weather, whether it's hot, whether it's muggy, whatever the fuck it is. Hopefully, uh, you've been enjoying it and, uh, and placing wagers and hitting them as well. Uh, to my right here, actually, I think this might be one of the first times that we haven't done this remote. We're doing this side by side here for DB2 Bets. Uh, but we got Mikey, Mikey Fulmer to my right, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, boys. Yes. I'm ready to rock and roll. Here it is. Nice long weekend up at uh, Ipper Wash with yourself. Oh, yes, that's right. And the folks. Couple pops in the sun, couple yups down the gullet. Um, you know, it's just standard. It's standard. It, that's, it is what it is. Um, and then obviously we have uh, we have our, our, our pillar for the show here, Birdman. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Good to have yeah. you. Good how to you doing, see you. Fellas? Good to Man. see you, too. Oh, Two days in a row. Fun. It's a treat. I know, I know. We were wrapping up one of our long form interviews uh, with Zach Schwartz uh, from uh, from Sway and Wave TV and Buckets, formerly from The Ringer and uh, and the NFL and Yahoo Sports as well. So really excited to be releasing that in the coming weeks. Uh, but for now, we're going to be talking about our picks uh, for August the fifth and sixth. So picks for Friday and Saturday. And guys, I am really really stoked to be bringing on uh this this gentleman onto the show here um uh he, we've been watching a lot of his content that he's been putting together uh for bet stamp we actually have jake from bet stamp and host of the amateur hour podcast jake my man how you doing we've made it we finally got you on how are things going man uh, i'm doing very well happy to be here excited to yeah. be talking about the the games yeah absolutely man absolutely it's uh it's great been following you on uh with a lot of the content you've been putting out um you you're you're very knowledgeable when it comes to all things sports you know whether or not it's raptors leafs anything like man you've been uh, pumping out great content so always always a treat to watch I appreciate that along. you guys been doing your thing as well <laughs> oh man don't make us blush don't make us blush we're uh you know we're we're we're, we're trying we're pretty we're new at this but you're you're a seasoned professional so it's uh it's always great to have uh have someone like you on the show um and even just you know we love having people from the bet stamp crew on as well to be able to just uh talk around because like you guys like you guys live and breathe sports betting as well like that is that is what oh, you yeah. do day in day out um and, and you know that's what we're striving for as well um, but man, I, we, we'd love to hear about like just even the come up story and how, uh, you actually got started with everything, you know, even just when it comes to the world of sports and making your way over to bet stamp. Yeah. So, I mean, like anybody, uh, in, wants to be involved in sports, betting on sports, they've probably been sports fans their whole life. Yeah. So grew up a sports fan, mostly associated with soccer, uh, big Premier league fan all my life. I played soccer throughout my life, uh, played soccer university. But when I was in university, decided I wanted to get myself involved in media. And anybody who ever mm-hmm. talks to me about getting involved in media, they say it's hard. So yeah, uh, all the advice is essentially just start your own, start your own media, become your own boss, start creating your own content, exactly what you guys are doing here. Yeah. Um, so I just decided to start the Amateur Sports Podcast, uh, grinded that out for like eight months or so just on Spotify, Apple Podcasts decided the future of the channel was on youtube started making Mm -hmm. youtube content decided to switch 
from a general sports show to Raptor specific stuff. Nice. Channel really started to take off from that point. Um, happy, I guess, ha- happy to report, I guess, channel's at like 11,000 subs now. Just Ooh. saw that. Just saw that, my dude. Cheers. That's yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah well, that. I'll, I'll cheers, cheers to that. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge milestone. Yeah. And that's 11, how 11,000, I think I got we're involved. at 11. So. <laughs> but we're working on it hey, it's a, hey man it took me like took me like eight nine months to get 100 subs this stuff doesn't happen overnight oh yeah people absolutely. that stick with it man we're in two weeks uh, so yeah absolutely and, and all that stuff is important because uh without amateur sports i don't work at bet stamp so mm-hmm. what was hap- what happened how i got my start with bet stamp uh i'm sure you guys uh you know goody i'm sure you're in talks with josh goodwin a lot mm-hmm. um he actually wanted to recruit me for uh, like a brand sponsor he went bet for bets him to sponsor my channel. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to slip into the conversation. I'm currently like looking for a job. So I, I won't be available all the time for meetings. And mm-hmm. shout out to him. Put me on with the top guys at BetStamp to get Her me. Boy Josh, man. He, he makes things happen. He's he's a oh he's yeah. He's he moves mountains for us. It's uh yeah, <laughs> it really absolutely hey, absolutely. It's exactly what he did for me. So shout mm. out to him, shout out his Raptor show, Raptors Digest. And oh, yeah. uh he got me involved with, with Betstamp and uh been here four months now. That's amazing, man. Um yeah, dude, it's uh it is really a, a privilege to be a part of uh Betstamp and you know have that because it's not even just uh um it's it's not even just a sponsorship it is a partnership it's a two-way street and they're they're always collaborating collaborating with us as well so it's uh it it really is um sweet as well and there's gonna be lots of opportunities that are going to be coming up for that as well so make sure you stay tuned to their social media and stuff because they're they're uh um, they're looking to expand uh but i'll leave i'll leave it at that for there um anytime i bring someone on from uh from bet stamp you know obviously we are preaching line shopping and the power of line shopping and you know what it does and how much more you're able to make when you actually line shop now are there any other sort of tips or any sort of maybe your take on line shopping for you know what anyone that is looking to get into betting and and how how much more drastic it can make a difference of when you're when you're placing bets? i, I, I cannot stress it enough i can't believe i didn't do it before i started working here i guess nobody right. really taught me but yeah oh my goodness just it's like a brand new concept I, I don't for bet- us too yeah, yeah so. I, I don't bet big. Like my unit size is like ten bucks, and you know, so people say, "Oh, it doesn't really make a difference." But like, if every day I'm betting like ten dollars, let's say I win half of those bets every week, I do a ten dollar bet a day. I'm making like fifty cents to a dollar more on each of those bets. Like over the course of a month, that's like five bucks. Over the course of a year, like that's just exponential growth. And betting is already so extremely difficult to win at. Why not give yourself an advantage and line shop? And as far as, you know, maybe searching through different sports books is too long for Mm -hmm. for $10, a $10 bet, but 30 seconds on bet stamp, you know, exactly where to bet. Exactly. That's highlighted right at the top. Is there, is there any sort of advice that you could give? um, I usually ask this, especially when we have people from bet stamp on, but is there any sort of advice Mm -hmm. that you can give to people that, you know, might be a little weary of, "Ah, I don't know. I've been using bet three, six, five for my, you know, entire betting career, if you want to call it that. But is there any sort of advice that you might want to give to someone that might be hesitant through opening up multiple sports books in order to line shop? Like, you know, I know people, they, when they go to the grocery store, they look for the cheapest item. They look for the great value, the, the no name brand, whatever, whatever's cheapest. That's that's the one, Mike, (laughs) that's you. That's the one they're going to get. And they'll spend a little bit of time picking 
the cheapest item. Yeah. Uh, you, some people I know will drive an extra five minutes to go to a cheaper gas station because they know one is cheaper. Of course. It's the exact same concept as, as everyday items. Uh, so why would you not save money and spend like an extra just like literally like it, it could take me 10 seconds to do it. Why, yeah. why would you not want to get more money out of your bet? Absolutely. It just it really just drives home that that whole point as well is just maximizing your return. I mean, if, if you're if you're not doing that, is just you're you're just being you're being lazy. It's, <laughs> it's flat out. At the end it is really just common. That's sense, it. So. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was skeptical at first, too, because I thought like, yeah, but I already have 50 bucks in this account. I don't want to take 50 out of my checking and put it into the next one. And I quickly yeah. realized it's as simple as this. You want to put 20 bucks in, take 20 out of the other one. Exactly. Just transfer money out, and then it's just. It's I, I would, anymore, uh, right? I would recommend if if you want to start multiple sports books. What I did, I just created another bank account, like another checking account in my bank. I put all my money, my bankroll for sports betting in there. Ah. If I ever put any money in, I take from that account, and if I ever take money out, it goes back into that that bankroll account. So right. I know exactly how much money I started with, how much money I'm with Smart. at a specific point, and you can move that it from just. One- yeah. Insurers. I, I have an, insurers. I have an account for that too. But it's 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 more or less for fantasy. Like I have my own fantasy checking account, but I, I guess I dabble in yeah, that yeah. when it when it comes to betting as well. So very, very smart. I uh, I'm, I'm into that. Now let's um let's let's jump into some of the hot topics that we want to talk about today. We're gonna to be covering MLB and obviously the Premier League uh starting tomorrow, starting or actually Friday the fifth. Um, and thank God for having you on the show. Cause we know Dick all about premier league. So really, really going to be leaning on you for that, Jake. Um, but no before problem. we get into that, there's a, <laughs> before we get into that, let's, let's chat a little bit about the major league baseball deadline trade deadline going down earlier this week on Tuesday, some blockbuster deals going around. Juan Soto ends up making it over to the San Diego Padres. That story is a bit exhausted, obviously, a lot of people that think that, you know, that, that the Washington Nationals didn't get that big of a return. They obviously don't know the Padres farm system because they got some pretty big prospects back there. Uh, but we're not here to even talk about that. We're here to talk about our Blue Jays. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll start off with you, Jake. Um, how do you feel about the trade deadline and maybe give it a grade even? Um, do you think that we met what we needed to? Yeah, so I'm not like super invested into the depth of the MLB, but just on the surface, looking at the trades, uh, I saw a lot of people on Twitter were kind of moaning about how the Jays didn't make a push for a Soto or an Otani at the deadline, trying to make the big splash. I don't think this team is quite ready for that big splash. That's your missing piece type of trade, I would say. So Mm -hmm. I'm okay being patient with such a young team, a team that's going to hopefully continue to get better and better every season. But what we did need to address was the relieving pitchers. Uh, we didn't get any like huge names there, but we got some solid guys. We're going to help fill out the relievers, maybe some guys that we can trust a little bit more on a day-to-day basis. And I yeah. think just that alone, the confidence that's going to instill in the rest of the guys out there in the dugout, like it makes a difference that that kind of mm-hmm. stuff does make a difference. So I would say it's yeah. a fine deadline. They did what they had to do, and I they didn't agree. give up a ton to make it happen. Of course. I'm with you on that, 100%. Especially with the Astros and the Yankees looking like juggernauts in the East. Let's let's go see this team make the playoffs and win a series, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And then, then you know they're learning how to win, and then maybe next year 
then you can maybe start selling a little bit of the farm and going to get that guy into the deadline. But I, I think they need a little more time. I mean, like they, they could go on a run. I mean, absolutely. I mean, they're in win now mode, but they're not. And I, I do think that they did address everything they really needed to, except for maybe getting that bottom of the rotation pitcher as well. Look, the, the problem is, is that, you know, a lot of a lot of Jays fans that are just surface fans, like like off the top, they're looking for those big, sexy names. They want like big, like right. a big sexy name to come in. Like they want that Noah Syndergaard. And like, honestly, I'm, I'm not interested in really renting him for another year because this is kind of proved that he can come back and be healthy. And then he's going to ask for multiple. He's going to ask for 19 or 20 next year. So, I mean, like it, it is simply a rent for him. Um, so I, I'm, I'm kind of happy that we that we um, that we didn't pull the trigger on that. I would have maybe liked uh, to see maybe like a Castillo or or um, or uh, I, I, yeah, Castillo yeah. was probably who I really wanted to see slide in yeah. there uh, because that's very similar to the Barrio situation that we had last year. However, that we would we would have to you know mortgage our future a little bit and get get rid of some top picks that we have with that as well. So in reality, I mean, Bass is as good as a reliever as some of these other sexier names that a lot of people were hoping that the Jays would go after. Um, I mean, like, sure, you're, you're looking for more swings and misses, but Bass actually gives that to you. You're just not reading the stats right if you're you're not looking into it, if you're a Jays fan and not happy with having Bass as at the end of your bullpen. So um, for me and, and Merrifield as well, I don't know, were you a big fan of the Whit Merrifield pickup? Or? Oh, I, did. I was, yeah. I mean, everyone's he's a forgetting. Utility player. He's, that's exactly he what we needed. It's two years in a row, not long ago. I yeah. mean, he, he's a great, yeah. he's a great hitter. Absolutely. Sets the table for some of those power guys. Absolutely, and he's got speed. He's he's got some. He's got a decent OBP, and he's he's got some. He's got some uh, some speed as well. So, I really, I think it was actually a, a pretty decent trade deadline, and we didn't give up too much, and we addressed the needs. We didn't address like like the long-term needs, but we address what we needed to now, especially while we make a playoff push. And also you don't really want to shake things up too much because we have a good thing going. I feel like getting rid of getting rid of Charlie and, and bringing in Schneider like that happened at like the perfect time. It was probably well-calculated at that point, And they don't want to mix up um, the chemistry that we have in, in, in the locker room. So uh, I mean, for me, I think it was a pretty good deadline. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I think it was fine. Yeah. We we got we addressed what we needed to do. You said it perfectly. We didn't give up a ton to make that happen. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of, for the lack of a better term, tread water. But I think we're doing a lot better than that. We're twelve and four uh, under yeah. the new regime since we got rid of, uh, since we got rid of Charlie. So yeah, things are looking pretty good right now. And like you were saying earlier, let's just get into the playoffs. See if we can win a playoff series. And then next year, let's kick on, start challenging the Yankees in the AL East. Absolutely. There was a take that I also heard as well that, you know, getting rid of Charlie was was um, at a specific time because it was an easier part of the schedule uh, for the Jays to maybe catch the momentum when they bring in Schneider, who's next up. The <laughs> right before the thing. Royals. <laughs> you're right yeah. before the Royals, right. And then, you, <laughs> and then you're rolling after the All-Star break as well. And, you know, I mean, obviously you went into a tough series with Boston, but they were able to come out on top, so... Um, honestly, if you're a Jays fan, you're pr- and you're and you're upset with the trade deadline, you might be one of those guys that's holding on to Vladdy at the beginning of the season, saying last year was the trailer, now this year's the movie, and then you might yeah, just be you might be hoping for something more theatrical when it comes to the trade that's deadline. A little bit of a cold. That's a bit of a cold take from Vladdy, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely got people riled up a bit, but I mean, it's like it's not like they're playing bad baseball. So, 
I mean, no, there's still no. this, this is a long movie. So I mean, who knows? <laughs> there's uh, there's there's a lot of time left, and the Jays are playing great baseball. So hey, um, it's winning, winning is fun. That. This team is winning. This this is a fun team, and mm-hmm. it's a winning team. So it's it's, it's a lot of fun watching this team. Um, you know, we grew up watching the Jays like lose yeah. the entirety of our lives pretty much up until they made that huge trade with the Marlins. Uh, when they got Reyes, Burley, all those guys. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember you guys were in that trade. Oh, Up man. until then, like, it was just all losing for the Jays. They hadn't made the mm-hmm. playoffs since, like, the 90s. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm basking in these fun times watching this team, and I know they're young and they're getting better. I think we need to – a lot of fans are just in the mindset. It's either you're, you know, going for, like, draft picks or you're trying to win a World Series. You know, yeah. sustainable success works. It's I mean, under – under Alex Anthopoulos, I mean, like he probably would have traded for fucking everybody and their brother. So it's yeah. like he, yeah. he was he was running the GM. He was man. a that mad guy played man. video game. Yeah. Yeah, he was notorious. For He's that. playing the show. Oh man, for sure. Yeah, He's just, like, it worked on my PlayStation. Every... Well, I can't man. <laughs> yeah, hey, he's a, he's a champ easy. now. He's a World Series yeah. champ now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely, man. I mean, hey, so I mean, it's it's been in the turnaround time from that era of the Blue Jays to what we have now. I mean, it is exciting. And, you know, it's it's not going to you know, you're not going to go from just missing the playoffs to World Series next year. So, I mean, this is yeah. still a bit of a process and there's things that we're going to have to address, especially with contracts that are going to come up and people got to get paid. So you can't bring on some of these huge contracts if you want to be able to pay. That's the thing the vladdies down the road so um sit tight jays fans don't don't be disappointed patience. with the trade deadline be try, patient try to enjoy it too. enjoy it for That's crazy thing, sometimes, right? we, sometimes we do that and i'm a victim of it too just worrying about like yeah but is it enough to win a world series and the yeah side? just stop appreciating that the, the they're, don't... they're hard-hitting fantastic ball club that you have to watch offense ain't the issue and so they went out and they got merrifield right which is what they needed to address he can play any like a lot of positions in the infield and outfield um sure he's not a lefty but he still gives you what you need so i mean as long as you get the jab bud and you can start playing north of the border today apparently oh he did well then fucking there you go apparently he's gonna be when the jays return he's gonna be playing that's what he said today well there you go i hope they wouldn't have uh made that call on trading for him if he, if he didn't agree to that. I think yeah. his thing for sure from what I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well you play for us now. Uh were you planning on getting the vaccine? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's uh it's nuts. I, he just wants to play for a, a playoff contending team. So I mean like for for him that's I think that's just the yeah. it's an easy decision. So um yeah man really really excited. I mean just to even be down in the dome uh, last week when I was watching the Cardinals and Jays, um, they, they had 30,000 fans on a Tuesday afternoon. So it, it's, uh, things are, things are exciting. There's a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of, a lot of great baseball ahead of us here. So, um, definitely. I love, love going to the Rogers center to watch games yeah. and this year feels, it feels good. Like it's, it's it definitely electric in there. People, the fans are, the fans are excited about this team. Absolutely. Like I know they're probably not quite as good as we were wanting them to be this season, but the fans are loving this team. So mm-hmm. it, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. 
I mean, when you do look at some of these other teams as well that uh, beefed up, like you look at someone like Minnesota, for example, that is looking to make a deeper playoff push as well. And they go out and they pick up Lopez from from Baltimore. I mean, like, man, they gave up a lot for for uh, for a young pitcher that that is that, you know, that they needed a closer. But we don't need and then you hear Jays fans like, why couldn't we get Lopez? It's like because we don't need Lopez. We we don't need a second closer right now. We just need some we need some. <laughs> ours is pretty good. Pitch, so. <laughs> yeah, ours is uh, probably got more saves than anybody else in the American League. So people yeah. are impatient, too, dude. Like yeah. if there is yeah. an immediate success, it's like a failure. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's there's a process to it. Absolutely. You just got to be patient. Got to be patient. Got to be patient. Anyways, let's jump into these picks that we have here uh, for Friday, August 5th and Saturday, August 6th as well. Um, and obviously, as always, brought to you by BetStamp, where we use the BetStamp app to find the best odds available. So make sure, if especially if you're on Ontario, make sure you check out BetStamp.app slash Ontario and use that promo code DB2 to access all the sports books that are available here in Ontario and take advantage of those sweet sign-up bonuses. If you're outside of Ontario, just make sure you get on that BetStamp app. You should already be on it anyways, but if you're not, download the, the BetStamp app in either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and use uh, the referral code DB2 in your account settings, and then you're able to also uh, get all of those sweet uh, sign-up bonuses as well throughout all the different sports books. Um, that being said, um, we're going to be, we're, we're not going to touch the Jays. We've, we've already talked a lot about the Jays. We're not touching the Jays. There's a couple interesting matchups. Uh, why don't you kick it off with, uh, uh, with your call here on, on the Atlanta Braves as they take on the New York Mets. Yeah. So we got the Braves versus the Mets. Um, this, pick, this one's this, this sorry, this one is interesting to me because there's a lot of different, there's a, there's a couple different things here that I, I got some question marks behind. So I'm, I'm very interested in this take here. Uh, so I'll preface yeah. how I usually go about making my wagers. Let's do it. Uh, I like I like to make wagers in the morning. I get up. Uh, I have quite a commute to get to the bed stamp office, so I'm usually up pretty early. Yeah. I like to look at how lines have moved overnight, and I like to make bets early. And I want to see CLV. Um, mm. You know, CLV isn't everything. Closing line value isn't everything. But you know, if I'm consistently pegging some really good positive CLV, I know my money's going in the right places. So yes. uh, for this Braves one, I looked at the game and I was like, hmm, I kind of want to take the Mets on this one. It, like just by like kind of looking at the pitchers, the matchups, everything. Yeah. But I feel like we got plus 120 here on the Braves. Uh, mm-hmm. We locked it in at Pro Line Plus. Yes. And I just feel like this is really, really good value. It mm-hmm. seems a little bit off market to, to me. You got a lot of books as low as I'm kind of browsing through lowest plus 100. You got a lot of all these Ontario books in the low hundreds. I see like plus 102, plus yeah. 105, plus 108, plus 105, all that. This is one where I don't even need to look at the pitchers. I don't even need to look at who's playing. I just really like the line value. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I go with picks like that. Sometimes gotcha. there's games where I'll go with just my other pick, which we'll get into it mm-hmm. later. But that one is more so I'm looking at who's playing and I really like the matchups. That I gotcha. See. This is... This is a strict value pick. Like I'm not going in depth on who's pitching. Yeah. Uh, uh, obviously, Walker is a great pitcher for the Mets here. They'll have Walker mm-hmm. on the mound. Yeah. Atlanta will have Anderson, who's a fine pitcher as well. But this is a value pick in my book. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was just kind of my question as well is, you know, when you're looking at the ERAs, like you have Anderson at five and then Taiwan Walker is basically at half of that. So, I mean, definitely the stronger yeah. pitcher and you're playing uh, in New York as well. 
So, I mean, for me, I like that's 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 the sort of thing. But if we're going straight off of value, then obviously the Atlanta Braves are. Yeah, are the let me choose. let me give a bit of advice. Anybody betting? This is a, this is a good, really good piece of advice you can work with. Stop yeah. betting into who you think is going to win. Start betting on probability. So if the probability favors the line that you're betting on, even though you don't think it's going to win, like like I said, I was kind of liking the Mets, but mm-hmm. bet into probabilities rather than bet, betting into like who you think is going to win because you could come up with a pretty decent narrative for either team in a of money course. line matchup, why you think they're going to win. So it, it, it's difficult to do, but think of it more as a probability than as this team is going to win. Very, and very I think useful help piece of people. advice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Well, we're, again, we're going to be taking the Atlanta Braves money line plus 120 and the best odds were available over at ProLine Pro Plus. Um, again, these are we're recording this on Thursday night as we release it for Friday. Um, so the lines do move and that's why it's always it's always in your best and your best benefit to check out the BetStamp app and be able to track all the different lines um, that you know are moving and be able to hop on it as soon as you possibly can before they yeah. do. Well, let's let's plug you guys. When another. you bet it, you verify it. So if you want to see it, if you're look watch, if you're listening, watching on Friday, yeah, the picks are in on Thursday night. The notification goes out. You follow DB2 on BetStamp. That's exactly yep. it. Mail or fade at your own risk. There you go. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Moving right along. Let's go over to uh, the Milwaukee Brewers and you're taking them on the, on the run line here as they face the Reds. Yeah. So, so this is one that is not probability <laughs> based. This is, this is, this is me seeing Robert Duggar pitching for the Reds. He's been in and out of the, in and out of the pro, uh, well, I guess in and out of the show mm-hmm. throughout this season. Yeah. I do not have really any sort of confidence in him as a pitcher. For the Reds, uh, Eric Lauer on the mound for the Brewers, who are a high-flying team. Reds, uh, not <laughs> a high-flying <laughs> team. The opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So Sellers I just think, deadline. you know, yeah. we're getting some good plus money on the Milwaukee Brewers. I think we got them at plus 110 on the plus run line. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We got that at Caesars. Mm-hmm. And yeah, th- this is one where I kind of go against what I was saying earlier, because I-, <laughs> I just feel like like the matchup just really does favor the Milwaukee Brewers here. I'm hoping yeah. they just get to Duggar early and put in the runs. Yeah. And especially for it being in Milwaukee as well. Um, yeah. One team's yeah. a buyer, one team's a seller at the deadline too. I mean, I can see yeah. the Reds coming out flat and getting pummeled because they just, they gave up Castillo. Uh, they just gave up the other guy to San Diego. Yeah. And the Brewers are buyers and they, they're going to make a push like, in the pitch up match. And pitch yeah. Up, they shopped out Castillo and they, they, and they got rid of Brandon Jury, That's former Jay. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that totally makes sense. We're, there's not much more to really dive into when it comes to this. No, um, I, I literally just saw the pitching matchup and I, and I saw the plus money. I'm like, that just. And you're like, just, okay, this looks good to me. Plus yeah. money. That's a juicy that's one. What I mean, that might, that might be one that changes overnight. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you might want to be able to get get on it now because sometimes when it's that when it's when it's, it's that heavily favored and we're or pushed in one direction, um, you might wake up the next morning and the run line has actually gone up to minus two and a half. So, I mean, if you can find it at, at uh, one and a half now, then you take it. Um, or you can even buy a run if you're feeling that confident. So, uh, but we uh, are going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers here uh, on the run line, minus one and a half runs at plus 110. That's great plus money um, available over at Caesars Sportsbook. I love Caesars. Um, all right. Moving along here, it is the. <laughs> 
the beginning day. of the Premier League. Um, the first time that we are ever talking about this on this show. Uh, we are, um, I guess, just sheltered North Americans, if you will. And we like our <laughs> American sports. Um, but I mean, we uh, we don't know. We don't know dick all about soccer. I mean, like you probably want to shoot enough, me man. for even saying soccer. Uh, but yeah, no European football. No, no. <laughs> I, uh, soccer, man. I'm not like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. No, there's. I got some. I got some fucking friends. They're like, oh, it's fucking football. I mean, football is a football. This is football. I'm like, ah, shut up. Um, <laughs> but we. Uh, I'm. I'm really. I'm really excited to be able to break into this. And uh, this is. This is basically you take this away for us and you know even from some of our listeners because we have we have a few american listeners as well um and uh just even maybe just sort of talk to us like we're four-year-olds at this point <laughs> when you're breaking down some of these picks here and what and what the teams and what the matchups are that we're looking at like uh so maybe sure, let's start sure. off with arsenal uh, which is tomorrow's game okay so we've got tomorrow first game of premier league season uh we've got crystal palace hosting arsenal selhurst park um last season if i recall correctly arsenal was in the first game of the season this this doesn't matter this is just kind of hmm. funny context arsenal lost to a newly promoted side first game of the previous season which was kind of funny because i actually don't like arsenal but just kind of browsing through the lines for this one uh arsenal had a really good summer in my opinion with their transfer window they brought him some good pieces they're a young team ascending team i really like their front line of Gabriel Martinelli on the left, Bukayo Saka on the right. I really like the signing of Gabriel Jesus, who has just been tearing it up in preseason. I mean, preseason, nice. I get it. It's preseason. Sure. Um, it's kind of like, you know, NBA Summer League, I always say that if a player is playing well, it doesn't mean much. If they're playing poorly, though, that means something. But this team, yeah. this team was flying in preseason. So based on that, based on how they finished last season and um, – you know, Crystal Palace in my book didn't have a great summer transfer window. I don't think they really added in. I mean, I don't really think they added in anything, to be honest. Right. I, I like Arsenal to win this one. We had them at minus 111. Just check the book. We got that at Cool Bet. Uh, cool Bet. Yeah. Shout out Cool Bet. Um, Yo, Cool Bet is fucking sick. I, I love Cool Bet. Um, so, yeah, shout out to shout out to Cool Bet. Um, always shout out Cool Bet. To find the to find their way onto the lines here, uh, some way or yeah, other. So. I I think it's I think it's a good bet here. Arsenal to win this one. Um, they even the the last very small pocket of the season they were poor, uh, but overall, like second half of the season in general, they were they were good. I think they've addressed a lot of the deficiencies with the team. Brought a new left back in Zinchenko. Uh, they're finally giving a center back in William Saliba an opportunity to play. I think I think he's going to be one. Of, I I think he's going to be their best center back this season. Um, nice. I, I just, I, I don't, I really, I really do not like Arsenal. Uh, I'm not a fan of Arsenal, but I just think, Hey man, there's money to be made. I think this is a, a good, good bet here. I'm, I'm not experienced that much with the Premier league teams, but is Arsenal not a bigger team and have more money? Yeah. Than so like in Crystal terms of, pa- is it city palace, crystal palace? Crystal palace. So, <laughs> the, crystal palace? so, so the, the size, yeah, the size of crystal palace, Arsenal, like, man. <laughs> Arsenal yeah, Arsenal's one of the bigger clubs. Castles. Castles. Crystal Palace is not a big club. Arsenal is a big club. Um, That's it, what I mean. But, okay. And, and like, like, they're they're big in stats. Like Manchester United, who I'm a fan of, they're arguably the biggest club in the world. They don't have – I'm not expecting a great season for them. I'm a Man- Manchester United fan. But uh, mm-hmm. these big clubs, uh, I wouldn't call them necessarily rebuilds. 
like for these teams, rebuilding means finishing like, you know, six or seventh. It's not like going to the bottom, but it's just take a bit of time to get these young players developed, which I think mm-hmm. they've done a good job in doing. Um, they came fifth last season. They kind of bottled fourth place. You want to come top four because top four in the Premier League go to the Champions League. They qualify for the Champions League. Right. So missing on top four, slightly catastrophic for a team as as big as that, as big as Arsenal. But some improvements made. Um, you know, just kind of thinking about it now. I remember I made <laughs> this stuff. This stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. But like like going back and seeing their their record against the team doesn't usually matter for betting. But I remember I bet on Arsenal beat Palace a little bit late in last season and Palace won three nil. But I, I have I have con- I have confidence yeah. in Arsenal. Um I, I just really think the attack force is going to overwhelm that Crystal Palace defense. And I think they're solid enough in midfield and defense to 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 shut the door on pretty a pretty mediocre Palace strike force other than Zaha who's on the wing, but I, I trust Arsenal against Palace for Friday Absolutely. For, for tonight, I guess, when this comes out. Absolutely. So yeah, the only reason why I say that is because like you see Arsenal, they're like a, a worldwide known club. Everybody so knows Arsenal. Palace. Absolutely. So it seems like a fucking a London Ontario team. <laughs> and you're getting them at minus one eleven. That's all I need to see. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, no, I mean Arsenal, I mean, everybody knows Arsenal. So I mean that's uh I mean, like a, I, I love seeing that with our picks as well. So that's exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna take Jake's lead here. We're gonna take Arsenal money line minus one eleven hey on. I come through for the. I hope on I come cool through. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, like everyone, like we've mentioned, everyone's heard of Arsenal, but this next pick, I'm really into. We're going with the Wolves. I want to hear more okay. about this. I just love their name, the the Wolverhampton Wanderers, buddy. I I, I feel like when I <laughs> dude when I saw this line, I actually feel like I'm going crazy. I could not <laughs> believe they were a plus. I saw them yesterday at plus 250. I'm like, we got them, by the way, we locked them in at plus 230. I, I should have capitalized when I did, when I had yeah, shot, but all good. I'm plus 230 at Bet Rivers. Still a great price. I feel like I'm going insane. If I look, if you blindly told me to guess what the Wolverhampton, what the Wolves money line would be for this game, I would have guessed like maybe conservatively like plus 130. They are the in my book, like I could come off looking like an ass man, but <laughs> no, no, in my book, not to us, are, we don't know shit. So it's all good. Yeah, but I don't want to like somebody look back. What the fuck was he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I Wolves in my book are the far superior team to Leeds. I think Leeds are going to struggle to stay stay up this season, not get relegated. Um, you guys know how like relegation works and stuff. No, that soccer. sounds bad. You finish last, right? You end up going to. A oh, league, okay. Right? So, so there, there's like a tiered system. So there's the yeah. Premier League, then there's it's called the Championship. Kind of weird, but the second tier is called the Championship. You finish bottom three in the Premier League, you get, get relegated. relegated to the Championship, which is the lower division. And the top three, well, top two plus the playoff winner. It's strange. I don't want to talk. I don't want to go into it. No, essentially no. the top three from the Championship get promoted to the Premier League. So gotcha. the bottom three go down. I think Leeds are within a threat of going down this season. In fact, I would I would predict right now they will go down. Wolves are a top half team. I think if there's 20 teams, I think they're a team that's going to be fighting to be in the top 10. Uh, I know there's a little bit of injuries with Wolves, but like I'm not this is a probability one. I'm not saying you know, I think Wolves will win. I'm saying plus 230 is ludicrous to place Wolves at. 
Like gotcha. absolutely ludicrous. Love it. Like if I blind if I blindly predicted their money line, I would say like plus one twenty, plus one thirty, because and then to see two thirty. Sorry, the thing about money line here is that there's a three way because you can tie. You can tie. So yeah. if there was no tie, they'd probably be like a, in my book a minus like one twenty, one thirty. So with the with the three way factor in mind, like plus one thirty, and we're getting them at plus two thirty. Like this, this actually is making me like I think about this so much. How, why are they <laughs> plus two thirty? Why are they yeah, plus two thirty? It doesn't yeah, make yeah. any sense to me. They're gonna be saying and, that and, as you fall asleep tonight. <laughs> some uh, some intern at Bet Rivers I'm, is getting fired. Like, I looked at injuries. I looked <laughs> yeah. at everything. Like like leads were really bad last season. They barely didn't get relegated. They got worse. They sold their best player. They didn't bring in any replacements. Their best two defenders, in my opinion, are injured. I, I I really struggle to see what the line, how the line is set the way it is. But yeah, absolutely. Well, buddy, we're we love it. We we're gonna take it. You're riding. You're riding. Let's we're go. gonna ride, man. Go we're gonna ride. Absolutely. Let's go, Wolves. Ow! Yeah, man. I'm <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, we're definitely gonna go with the Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, the Wolves uh, money line plus two thirty insane odds there, and we're gonna take them at Bet Rivers. Also, uh, it's a couple other books actually had them at, at plus two thirty as well. So pretty crazy um, that you know that that those odds are being set there. Yeah. So, sorry. Um, I just I also one thing I forgot to point out. This is yeah. like plus two thirty. Something I'd usually go like half unit on. Okay. But I just. Again, the price blows me away. So I went full yeah. unit just because I feel like there's such good value on that. But that's if that's anybody feels it. like tailing, half unit might be a little bit smarter. Lock it and load it. Let's do it. Um, great. So that that uh, caps off everything that we wanted to cover today when it comes to our picks. Uh, so uh, that is basically what leads us up here to our pick and roll, uh, which is brought to you, obviously, by BetStamp, where we use the BetStamp app and we're finding the best odds available. And here are our picks and our rolls uh, for August the 5th and August the 6th, 2022, and also brought to you by our boys over at Yuck Beer. <sighs> All right. Kicking it off, we're going to go with the Atlanta Braves money line plus 120, and that is available over at Pro Line Plus. Um, then we're moving over to the Milwaukee Brewers as we're going to take them on the run line. Good value here at plus 110. That's available over at Caesar Sportsbook, followed by Arsenal as we're kicking off Premier League. We're going to take Arsenal money line minus 111 available on CoolBet, followed by the Wolves money line plus 230, and that is available over on bet rivers jake my man thanks so much for joining us uh we gotta have you back on the show obviously have you back on uh talking a bit of raptors talking a bit of leafs as well oh yeah um absolutely and uh and uh obviously football as that comes back around who's your football team are you, are you stoked for this year coming uh, up oh no uh i'm not stoked i am a new york giants fan uh um, oh, okay you know what I, you know what? i'm partially stoked because i keep yeah. my expectations in check we're gonna have a very losing record you know we're not going to be good, but <laughs> so a very maybe, losing, very losing record. Maybe, maybe Daniel Jones has a pretty good season. Maybe, you maybe, know probably not. It I hasn't I've started yet, quite, so you don't know. <laughs> I, I, I haven't yet jumped off the Daniel Jones train. I'm like probably, <laughs> I'm probably hanging on the bar at you know when you get on, you know, at the bar at the door, you're kind of waiting for the doors to open. I'm probably waiting there. Yeah. I'm still on the train kind of seeing what can happen. Yeah. I really like the giants draft, but that means you I know, love NFL. You know, he's so. no good. You know, he's no good when you're like, you're not off the train, but you know, you should be, you know, I mean, 
it, it's yeah. sort of he can't process he can't make reads under pressure you know it, he's been able to like he's just yeah he i mean to be fair fast enough in the nfl to be fair he had to deal with joe judge bad yeah. coach he had to deal with jason garrett i don't to this day understand why we hired jason garrett to run our <laughs> offense so with like maybe some good i just i'm not gonna give him the like maybe not the benefit of the doubt but i just want to see him in a setting with a good coaching staff before i truly yeah. jump off yeah i was feeling the same sort of way about jared goff as well sort of just like i i didn't really understand him and, and like i'm just like i want to like you i want like and he definitely proved himself you're, to be a decent you're a rams fan big rams fan um but oh, yeah, yeah and and then when they um and then when they ended up trading for stafford it's just like Oh yeah, well this is this yeah. is fantastic. So maybe that's all you need <laughs> is just a, a new quarterback to come in and be like, oh yeah, what the fuck? Why was I holding on to Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones that long? But hey, you know what? I mean, maybe. there's lots of there's it's it's a long season, and I'm really excited for it to uh, go down. One final thought: I love this whole uh, being relegated sort of thing, and I'm definitely on the same boat with you know the NFL and and CFL, like the losing teams on the NFL get to go down yeah, to the it's, CFL, it's a, and you take what a cool cool system they have that is oh man imagine the argos get to make um, it to the nf <laughs> and think about how devastating that is for some of these lower end teams in these different leagues like if you go down to a championship league is that what it's called and then you don't get that's called play the championship these, yes and, 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 there's, and there's multiple tiers like it keeps yeah. going there's there's not just two there's it just yeah. keeps going and going and so costly nuts. to get relegated and like if you get promoted i guess like, and it happens every year that's crazy so much every money. year so, so wow. What I what I love about the system is that you don't need to be a big spending team. Like you can start completely from the bottom, create like we hypothetically we could just create a club right now, get started right at the bottom, whatever like like tenth tier it is, and we can slowly year after year build, 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 and you can get that club to the Premier League one day. It's incredible. It's a, a, a reality that teams have gone through. It doesn't happen, you know, in in ten years, maybe like. 20 30 40 50 years but sure that's something you can envision because it's possible to do that because of the system in place just find uh, an oil and gas juggernaut that's gonna give you millions and millions of dollars to buy people over and fucking make you exactly and you know what i gotta say this is something i'm gonna be following just a bit more of and especially now that we have you know some some skin in the game as well but we're slowly finding out a little bit more and that's what's really fun about betting as well is being able to you know play some bets on some on some teams that you know i obviously don't know much about uh Premier League, but when we have someone as experienced as you uh being able to kind of guide us and be able to ride your bets as well you know we can become that much more invested so uh one more time jake yeah. from bet stamp and from amateur hour podcast jake man it was great having you on the show gotta have you back um this is a must as well so uh, definitely have you back on the show yeah man happy happy to come back it's a lot yeah. of fun let's do it um definitely definitely would be willing to come back talk some more sports for sure yeah let's let's do it uh one more time again you can find us uh anywhere uh that you listen to your podcast we're now on youtube as well you might be watching this right now um so make sure you like share subscribe and make sure you download that goddamn bet stamp app because it has all the different line shopping that you have there and if you forget some of the picks that we've just talked about don't worry just go on the app they're going to be up there in the media picks and uh you can go ahead and ride along with us but for josh elijah mike fulmer Birdman as well, and Jake from Betstamp and Amateur Hour Sports. Thank you so much. Have yourselves a great weekend. Hope you win a buttload of money and have a couple cheers after that. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend. DB2Bets is brought to you by Betstamp. Visit betstamp.app slash Ontario. Use promo code DB2 to find your favorite sportsbook.
and by Yup Beer, award-winning craft light lager. Visit yupbeer.com to find a store near you. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. <laughs>